0: Hey guys, thanks for stopping by at the Mortgage Guide Podcast. Today in episode three, we're talking about buying a home with seller financing or buying a home on land contract. Let's take a look. This and every episode is brought to you by balanceprocess.com where we bring balance to the home buying process. Find out how you can get pre-approved on a portfolio loan if you have unique circumstances, whether it's credit or income or assets, at balanceprocess.com. Buying a home on land contract or seller financing is a great option to go with if you don't meet traditional lending guidelines. It allows you to take ownership of the home without having to deal with banks temporarily. It's also called contract for deed. And buying a home on land contract has many pros and cons. So we're gonna dive into seven major things to keep in mind when buying a home on land contract. And uh, so let's take a look. First thing, condition of the property. Many times, the seller's willing to sell on land contract because they know the home is in disrepair or has some unique characteristics that won't pass traditional lending standards. So selling on land contract is an attractive route to go because the seller acts as the lender. So bank guidelines don't matter at that time because the seller is the bank essentially. The issue is that most land contracts have a balloon payment on the end. This means that there's an expiration date on the contract that says the buyer needs to pay in full within a certain number of years, usually five years or less. So at that time, when the balloon payments due, the buyer will need to pay the remaining balance of the land contract. So you do that by either refinancing the home or selling the home. Now you're basically back at square one, having to deal with any property condition issues that a lender may see as a problem. So. It's in your best interest to get an inspection prior to purchasing the home so you know full well what you're getting yourself into. This way, you can address any property issues as soon as possible and be ready to refinance. Next thing is paper trail of payments. So since a land contract is usually a temporary solution, it's extremely important to keep a paper trail of everything. Most importantly, copies of checks of the land contract payments. When it's time to refinance out of the land contract, it's going to be important to show your lender evidence of the land contract payments made on time. Uh, Typically, you'll need to show at least 12 months most recent payments, but you might as well keep the paper trail from day one to establish good habits and set yourself up for success when it's time to refinance. So don't make land contract payments in cash. Make it easy for the payments to be verifiable. The reason it's so important to show verifiable payment history is because unlike a traditional mortgage a seller finance loan isn't reported on your credit report so this makes being able to show evidence of the on-time land contract payments crucial terms of the land contract so buying a home on land contract allows for a certain amount of flexibility on terms rate and length of contract anything is negotiable but really the seller is mostly in control because they're acting as the lender. So typical terms on a land contract are usually 15 to 30 year amortization with a five year balloon. This means that the payment made every month is applied towards the principal and interest. At the beginning, a large portion of the payment is applied towards interest and very little goes toward principal. As the months go by, more and more goes towards principal, less towards interest, just like any fully amortizing loan. This is the best part about buying a land contract instead of renting. Just like a traditional mortgage, you build equity in the home as the months and years go by. So not only do you accumulate equity naturally through market appreciation, but you also build equity by paying the balance down slightly every month. Interest rates on land contracts vary, but typically they're higher than traditional uh, mortgage rates. Fair market value. We're not having to deal with traditional lending guidelines, part of that means you don't have to deal with how low the appraisal comes in when, when you're buying the home on land contract. This is both a good and a bad thing. Good because you can still proceed with owning the home even if it's not worth what the land contract is calling the purchase price. Bad because if the appraisal comes in low, you're essentially buying a home with negative equity and hoping the value goes up in the near future on a lighter note it might not be such a bad thing because homes sold on land contract are often in disrepair so a low appraisal may be expected knowing that you're going to make the improvements or the updates needed in order to help increase the value so keep in mind just because you spend 20 grand on a new kitchen that doesn't necessarily mean the value of the home is going to go up by twenty thousand. Every market's different. The amount you spend on updates doesn't necessarily equate to the amount of increase in home value. Fair market value is based on sold prices of similar homes in the area that have similar amenities and condition. Down payment expectations. So it's not uncommon for a seller to expect 10 to 30% down payment on a land contract. It's extremely rare to see a land contract where the buyer put 5% down or less, but it does happen. Keep in mind that the seller is usually looking to sell the home in order to get the proceeds of the sale to purchase a new home or relocate. If there are very little down payment funds, the seller won't be able to accomplish their goals in many cases. The idea of the land contract is to provide a win-win solution for unique scenario. The buyer gets to own a home, even if they have unique income or credit circumstances, and the seller gets to sell their home, even if there are some unique property circumstances. But if selling means that they don't get any funds up front, it may be a challenge to come to terms with the seller. When to refinance. So refinancing out of the land contract as soon as you can is probably crucial. Rates on land contracts are typically higher than traditional mortgage rates, so why stay in that loan longer than you have to? Make sure there's not a prepayment penalty on the land contract. Basically, a prepayment penalty is where you're charged a fee for paying off the loan prior to a certain date. If the land contract has been in place for less than 12 months, the lender is going to treat it as a purchase. So, example, You buy a home on land contract in May 2016 and you're looking to refinance out of it in December 2016. Since you're in the land contract less than 12 months, the new lender is going to treat the new loan as a purchase loan. The downside is you cannot use the new value of the home, even if significant improvements have been made. The value will be the lesser of the purchase price or the appraised value. After you've been in the land contract 12 months, you can use the new appraised value. Recorded land contract versus non-recorded land contract. When it's time to refinance, it's very important to understand whether or not the land contract was recorded with the county when you purchased the home. Typically, you'll know by looking at a recent real estate tax bill. If your name isn't on the tax bill, that means you're not the owner in the eyes of the county and the land contract wasn't recorded. Don't worry, it's not the end of the world if the land contract wasn't recorded. Conventional mortgage guidelines state that as long as the land contract was executed for 12 months or more, the new loan can actually be treated as a refinance. However, if you're seeking government loan like FHA, the land contract needs to be recorded for 12 months in order to treat it as a refinance. If you've been in the loan 12 months or more, and it wasn't recorded, you won't be able to refinance into an FHA loan. It just has to be treated as a purchase on an FHA loan. The biggest issue with that is the value and having to use the lesser of the purchase price on the land contract or the current market value. Simple solution is just to see if you qualify for conventional instead of FHA. Wrapping it up, buying a home with seller financing can be a fantastic temporary solution for temporary circumstances. If the intent is to live in the home long-term, it's crucial to do the appropriate research in order to set yourself up for long-term homeownership success. By the way, if you do have unique income or credit circumstances, it may be a good fit to look for a portfolio loan because land contract deals are hard to come by. So it kind of limits you if you're only looking to buy a home on land contract It may be a better solution to to look for a a portfolio loan approval. That way, you can buy whatever home you're looking for. Thank you for listening. I really appreciate you giving me your time on this. I hope that was helpful. Next time, episode four, we're talking about building a home with an FHA construction loan. Everything you need to know from selecting a lot to a builder and getting them approved and how it works throughout the process of it being built and when you actually start making payments. So we're gonna get through everything that you need to know on buying a house or building a home with an FHA construction loan. Thanks again, we'll see you soon.